Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. This is the Spirit Work Podcast. I am Jason, and I have uh, my co-host, my invaluable co-host <laughs> from at Angel on the Eighth Day. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm excellent. I love how we we pretend that we we haven't spoken all day, <laughs> even though this is like <laughs> yeah the third time we've. Hey. Spoken. <laughs> how, how, how's how's your day going sir i'm i'm yeah. thank you <laughs> or like uh you know how in um radio or uh, i mean everything's podcast now but uh cool. sometimes like people just like walk into the room or mm-hmm. i feel like uh when i was a kid and i like would hear like uh bands you know like yeah. on k-rock or something um and I would like, oh, they're, it's just so natural. Like they just walked in <laughs> and it seems like, you know, it, they make it sound like, oh, we just walked into the room and it's like, hey, you guys ready to talk? Sure. Yeah. The magic of showbiz, it's like, you get to the point where, you know, it sounds so spontaneous, but I mean, everything is so rehearsed. It's insane. Yeah. But that's, that's like where I was like, I think we talked a little bit about acting last week. Like I'm, I, I'm always so impressed when people can take lines or they can take like ideas or thing you know just like blurbs that they read a million times and they say them and make them sound spontaneous and natural every single time it's just like you said that fifty thousand times you know what i mean right and they still but i mean that's where that's what kind of like separates like professionals and people that are dabbling is like professionals take things to a level where it's like I mean, and, you know, to get to like the spiritual side of it, they, I mean, they're really connecting to their source and they're connecting to their purpose. They're yeah. connecting to that higher self in them. And there's a freshness and spontaneity whenever you can connect to that. And that's why it's like, you know, we sometimes, you know, we throw things around like purpose or divine purpose or, you know, your, your true purpose in life and things like that. But like, when you start really getting near that your whole life your whole life changes you know I think sometimes it's hard to imagine it when you're thinking well I you know I don't know I'm just working for this job and I have this dream that I want to do this or this and I'm not really sure what that's going to be like but it, it really when you're on your right path it, it is a different experience isn't it yes yeah I, that's funny I was just uh, uh here we go I was just watching <laughs> I was just watching. Wait, hold on, are we going to TikTok or or, yes. <laughs> or what did you, or what did you binge watch? <laughs> TikTok. I didn't binge watch it, but I mean, oh, I don't. I know what you mean, like a show. Yeah, I am yeah. watching a new show. I forget what yeah. it's called. Um, but uh, yeah, I saw a TikTok, and uh, do you know who Charlie Puth is? Uh, I mean, I, I think I've heard his name. I don't know who he is though. Exactly. Okay, so he was responding to this other guy's um, TikTok, saying that so this uh, guy in New York. Yeah. Uh, maybe late teens early 20s about yeah. uh, posted this thing about uh saying that he didn't get accepted to juilliard okay and then he made a statement like well i guess there goes acting or something or or finding wow. another way you know something that's like it that. huh you're one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so charlie replied to him saying you know i didn't get to juilliard and i didn't get into these other quote-unquote prestigious yeah uh what are they called conservatories or yeah yeah exactly and he's like and i managed to do pretty well (laughs) yeah um and so he's like you know there are other there are other routes uh that are perhaps maybe better meant for you you just can't uh oh that's so crazy 
to all day today has been around this theme um that you just can't give up you know you have to put in the work yeah um, and if that door you know is closed for you then maybe there's a bigger door that's open that you just haven't explored so um it was really cool it was very motivating that's um, great yeah and i think uh it fits too i mean we're, we're drawing a little bit uh from from this book uh how to change your life it's a classic ernest holmes book uh, science of mind a new thought classic uh, we're looking at this at chapter eight, uh, which starts on page 79. It's called Finding Life's Riches. And he gets into a little bit of that when he's talking about how you really don't know how. Um, so you get this. So you have a picture in your mind. He calls it the mental equivalent. I love this idea. I love that I'm jumping right into this before I even explain what the show is or even <laughs> this is like a little preamble to the show today. Uh, but he gets into this idea of the mental equivalent and how you build this picture of what you want to unfold in your life. And it says, it's that same thing. So like, you know, this, this young person might be seeing themselves as being an actor, maybe a famous actor. I don't, I don't really know exactly their picture, but sure. obviously there's some sort of image and some sort of uh, visualization that's going on that you want to achieve. Yeah. Uh, and then this person is, is seeing like Juilliard as being this only path there. And he's warning against it. He's like, don't outline and don't limit spirit because you don't know how your path is going to unfold. Your job is to, you know, to keep that image in mind, almost like your job is to, as a, as a, you know, a gardener or a farmer is just to plant the seed in the ground and then nature takes care of it. It's like, you right. don't, you don't get down in there and like root the seed on and dig it up to see if it's working or, you know, try to tell it to do something else or plant a, you know, cucumber seed. And then you're like, oh, but I want you actually to be a carrot. You know what I mean? I mean, they do hybrid a lot of fruits now, they but I know what you're now. saying. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, those things are monstrosities. Okay. <laughs> we don't want to deal with that. Um, but is it cran so apple actually cranberry and apple? Is a grapple, a grape and a an grape apple. and an apple. Yeah, that is that is, that is, isn't it? They, I think they, they, they fused them together somehow. Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. I mean, you can create your own thing. That's totally my jam. Yeah, I mean, look, that there are, <laughs> there are actually interesting, interesting hybrid things. I'm, I'm yeah. talking about like that GMO, like Monsanto. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay. But no, I mean, you know, farmers create a lot of amazing things, like hybriding things together. Um, but no, this. so the point, you know, you're trying to keep this idea, like your, your thing is to really keep that image in mind and stay focused on it and do the work and mm -hmm. you know, follow the things that unfold for you, but not to get fixated on like one way of having it unfold, right? Yeah. And I think that's, that's a big lesson. And also that lesson in persistence. I mean, sometimes, especially when you're young, it's easy to get discouraged. Yeah. And my, my, my sincere recommendation to young people that are listening, especially if you want to do something big with your life, or you've got this really grand kind of dream, is do like get used to discouragement and make it your friend. Because it's just like each, it's almost like being a salesman. Each no, in a way, is getting you closer to that big yes. So yeah. you keep pushing forward, I think. And I don't know why that that was that just occurred to me. I think someone that's listening needs to hear that. So, yeah, my little I enjoyed um, when I did uh, sales things yeah. or sales training. Um, I enjoyed uh, I would challenge people like the my trainees. I would challenge them to um, like, you know, art, like not argue with me, but, you know, um, say no and then give me a reason. 
why you're saying no you know mm-hmm. so like oh no it's too expensive and then I'm like actually you know if you break it down you know whatever it is yeah yeah or like oh I don't come that often well you know and then um offer like different responses or solutions to whatever you know the person is um is proposing as a conflict or whatever so um I I would actually enjoy <laughs> Because sometimes yeah. it's like, it's too easy when it's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, yeah that was no fun, right? I mean, it's and, true. Yeah. So I would challenge. I'm like, yeah, d- g- give me whatever it is, like all of it. I want to hear something that I haven't heard before. So then I have an answer for that in the future. And so, yeah, I I, I would, yeah, I'd, I'd love when people would kind of, uh, you know, say, you know what, that's not really my thing. You know, I'm like, well... And then I would just, but I would offer it also in a way that made sense for that person's personality. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and that is why you were a top salesperson. (laughs) But see, you made made adversity, you made adversity your friend and like you, you, you become comfortable with, with the, you know, with all these different um, objections that people are bringing up. That's classic sales stuff. And I think, it's, it's interesting because I don't, you know, again, I don't, I don't know everyone's experience, but it seems to me that some of these kind of ideas aren't really taught as much as they used to be. Um, you know, I, because the nature of things has changed a lot and a lot of right. stuff is not done face to face. And a right. lot, a lot of people, you know, now have become really sort of, um, how can I say this? Like, um, they, they're not really comfortable in negotiations or, or adverse, adverse situations where you have to like sort of ar- not argue, but sort of debate your way out of them and things like that, because it just hasn't been taught as much, I don't think. And well, there's no debate. <laughs> there isn't anymore, right? There, no, it's just uh, uh, rants, right? It's all rants yeah. online. Nobody really debates. You either get shut down or you kind of like bow out um, or you win or, or not win or you get canceled um yeah and, and also there's no there's no uh what's the other one that you said bargain there's no bargaining really no no because everybody is trying to get your attention and all you really i mean how easy do they make it for you to purchase things that you're interested in you like yeah you know, what were we talking about what did you say i'm sure that i'm going to get like a an ad or something for a grapple yeah no exactly exactly as soon so, as as soon as you as soon as you pop onto google miraculously a, a grapple ad is gonna be up there that yeah. is right right i am saying it correctly I, yeah you're correct yeah as, as far as i know i mean i i, I, I don't, oh i did have one of those once and it actually did taste like great it tasted right it, it's funny because they taste like a grape like grape candy has been injected into the apple apple yeah yeah it's a really it's it's not a it's not bad. It's, it's interesting and strange. So they must it messes with your thought process. It, like it messes with your cognition. Like, yeah, this is supposed to be an apple, but it, it tastes, tastes like, like a grape. weird grape. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's like uh, having like a, like a, what would that be? Like a red drink and then tasting like orange or something. Yeah. Oh, when they tried out, um, new drink and tasting like orange, they tried out clear, clear like cola, cola drinks mm-hmm. and people hated them yeah because it doesn't me- like it messes with your mind yeah the brown the brownish color it, you know reminds people of coke or pepsi or some sort of yeah. cola yeah it's interesting it's very like half like 
I think even more than half, but like, you know, half or, you know, something, you know, who knows, I don't have the exact figure, but a big portion of like taste actually is created in your mind. Sure. Like, like the, like the smell and the appearance of the food and the, and the plating, like mm -hmm. have such a huge effect on people that even if the food is like mediocre, if it's like beautifully plated. Oh, and for sure. Even if the, re if the restaurant is mediocre, but it yeah. has like an Instagram vibe to it where yeah, you're like, yeah. this place is really cool. You're like, everything right. tastes so much better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, it's it's insane. Like you can, you'll see people's post posting photos of this food and you're like, that food looks awful. But for whatever reason in that place, you're, you're totally being vibed that you're getting like this top-notch meal. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And of course, you just paid $35 for a sloppy burger. But hey, <laughs> anyway, the point, the point, it's, it's interesting that, you know, there's, there's, there's all that association, know, right? Yeah, the associations that go along with it and the mind power that goes into it and your expectation. Of course, that ties in. So here we go. We can finally tie back into what we're talking about today, uh, which is this idea. Sorry of, for the grapple. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The, grap the grapple is the highlight of my day, really, because I, I, I completely forgot about that thing. I had one of the I actually had one of those things in Vegas for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It was at um, it was at Smith's. They had one at Smith's. Okay. Um, so. This whole, so this basically this whole idea of this of this of mind science and we talked a little bit about it last week we touched on that idea um so introducing today though we're, we're moving into obviously it's capricorn month yay well, we've been in it right we have been in it we are we are here we are square in the middle of capricorn month now uh so you know, I thought it would be appropriate, and, and Angel and I discussed this, that, that we, we talk about, you know, prosperity and manifestation, particularly prosperity and financial stuff. I mean, we kind of dance around that stuff when we talk about manifestation, but, you know, in the spirit of Capricorn and our Saturnian sort of um, grasping at material things, <laughs> we're, we're just going straight into money tonight and talking about prosperity and manifesting, you know, the, the, the sort of monetary things that you need and you know and, and and the things that go along with that the other sort of goals that you have that are material oriented type goals um and then angel has some really cool examples and some interesting stories of course as he always does so it's it's going to be a great show so stick with us even if we're getting into grapples and getting into <laughs> whatever else we're, we're talking grappling. about we're, we're, we're grappling with with grapples and um and kind of going all over the place like we do but we do have there's a method to our madness so so do stay with us uh thank you for joining us we appreciate you guys being here so at angel on the eighth day uh is angel's uh TikTok and instagram and of course unfortunately you missed out on angel's crystal giveaway but i know you've got more cool things planned so follow him i do on his social media channels and watch for new stuff uh we finally actually have, I don't know if I told you this, we have all, all so all three of the decks that we published, that we created uh, through Cosmic Itero are actually going to be available soon all at once. We have not had all of our decks in at one time because they sell out. So uh, so watch for that on CosmicEye.org uh, or on our Etsy store. We're going to have all of our, our Unicorn deck and then our, our latest deck, the Libra Florum one, and of course the Blooming Cat Tarot is going to be up there as well. And I sent Angel a picture of... Um, our pal our two pallets of stuff okay. that came in. So, yeah. so you should see it now we literally have 
I'm looking at like 400 boxes of tarot cards sitting on a sagging, like long table that's about to implode <laughs> on itself. And you should just make furniture off, off of like your boxes. I think that that's what we're going to have to do because obviously the furniture that we have is not going to support all these cards. So, yeah. Uh, so, so we're getting just all these like little working spaces, like yeah. you like make the boxes into like little tables. Oh, there you go. It's like, it oh. like a chair. Yeah, it would be like a whole Lego environment of terror. There you go. Yeah, like that. Yeah. This... I think you have pets just make, you know, put coverings on it so the yeah. pets can chill. I think you're, <laughs> I think you're onto something big here. So <laughs> anyone who's listening, who's been waiting for your decks patiently, if you pre-ordered, we appreciate so much uh, your help in bringing these decks to life and also your patience and waiting for them because they did get uh, stuck in LA they were stuck in the uh, in um, in customs forever because that all the the crazy stuff that's going on there so they finally got out and they're finally here and so we're starting to send stuff out and we're really kicking it into overdrive to get you your deck so uh, those will be here soon so uh, thank you again uh, anchor.fm slash cosmic eye if you'd like to uh, make a donation to us and like I said uh, check out Angel's uh, new Etsy site he's got some really cool stuff on and putting uh, new things up all the time prosperity beans are yes. available yeah. and I, I highly suggest uh, tools like that spiritual tools that you can use that'll you know that'll help you focus and concentrate your energy and if you know if some you know if you're kind of so I always like about this uh, magical stuff when you can get some work done and get some uh, help sometimes having someone else do some ritual work for you and so on uh, sometimes we're kind of stuck in our old ways of doing things and and I, and I feel like when you get someone else involved it kind of jump starts your your manifestation process don't you think yes yeah, yeah. So. I've noticed that I'm pretty good at like um, I've I've been having uh, I have pretty good kind of like kickstarter energy I think um, where I, there's like somebody that I really like and then I'll just be like I'll promote them or I'll tell people about them and then later on they're like oh my god I'm so busy and I'm like oh that's wonderful um yeah or, yeah uh, now I used to kind of just do that through like word of mouth before but now I'm you know making these things uh um these I have like tangible things that I can yeah do. yeah exactly which is super cool because I mean you know you're actually putting that kind of energy into those items and then that person yeah. has something tangible to focus on as well and i just think it's a it's a great thing so uh so if you uh you know if you need a little kickstarter on your prosperity those um, prosperity beans i have to say uh work i i i'm i i endorse them you know we okay. I, I, yeah really seriously when you i mean you we saw a jump in sales and we saw uh, more, more, uh, more sales in general overall. Once you know, once you did the work for us, and so and that was a great help. That was a great help. So awesome. I was actually at the beginning of all this, of all this stuff, and it kind of snowballed since then. So thank you for for your work that you did earlier. Oh, you're welcome. And the latest ones as well are yeah are, are very welcome and helping out. So we're trying to take things to a new level, and for you know you you're 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 there as well. So. Uh, finding life's riches. So if you know, if you find that, you know, you're here in this new year in 2022, um, and one of your goals is, you know, manifesting more prosperity or a better job or a new business or something, uh, we're going to talk about ways that you can, you know, tangibly achieve that, right? Yes. Uh, so let's, let's kind of get into that. I, uh, 
I'll just start and I'll kind of kind of hand it over to you and some of the ideas you have because I've been blathering on but I like this uh, so in this in this chapter and I, I do recommend this book how to change your life it's it's one of these one if you could see my copy of this book it's literally falling apart <laughs> so beat up it's one of these ones that I go back to time and time again and it's what's cool about it is like back and we're actually going to so stick around with us all the way to the end because at the end we're going to go through a, a section a special section of affirmations and kind of a sort of a meditation to get your mind sort of uh, focused on prosperity and, yeah. and making sure that you're clearing out those kind of weeds that are in the garden of the mind and so on and making sure that everything is you know set so that you can get that stuff uh, that you need i uh, like that i like the uh i don't know how how that even began but i like that those kind of like at the end moments mm -hmm. you know just kind of uh seal it or solidify it or just kind of you know reinforce the everything i i don't know there's something about it that i really like yeah i agree i agree um yeah and i, and I think too it's it's like too it's like nice also just you know like in the context of our show I, I like the way we've been doing and you you actually started doing this doing the meditations at the end or doing some kind of exercise at the end he has the book set up the same way so you know, we're oh. going to talk about some of this stuff. And then at the end, we're going to kind of, you know, really, really have this to, to sort of, you know, do have a little sort of meditative experience, which would be great too, that I, yeah. uh, I think will help, help the listeners. So, and they're very organic. I know that, um, like, let's say, I think we talked about this last week, mm. um, where, uh, I know that I keep, you know, poking fun at myself for not reading, but, um, like, let's say you come up with a theme or, I come up with something, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like today, um, well, one, I like the fact that it's chapter eight. Um, oh yeah, exactly. that works for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but then I, um, I think we've discussed this. I usually read whatever you assign like five minutes before the show. <laughs> yeah. And then um, very similar to my grad school experience. <laughs> uh, and, um, and then I was like, Holy smokes, this is exactly what my day was about. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, it totally like everything. So all the things that I'm going to talk about today are exactly uh, related to this topic. And then uh, often as you are speaking during the, the recording, um, I'm like kind of uh, glancing through like titles of like different affirmations or activations. And I'm like, this one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why they don't sound very uh, polished at the end. Cause I'm just like, we'll go with this page turn. Yeah. Well, and you know what though? That's, that's that taking advantage of synchronicity. That's taking advantage of being in touch with your feelings at the moment, mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And I think that organic quality is like what make, gives those, gives those, um, those exercises those meditations, affirmations, gives them their power. It's not like, it's not so totally thought out ahead of time that it, you know, it's kind of like, well, yeah, it kind of fits, but it doesn't really feel right now because we went in different directions. It's like, no, these are freshly organic. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Little prescriptions that, right. uh, that fit what we've been, we're really getting into, which I think is awesome. I think that's part There's, of that, that synchronicity, right? For sure. Yeah. And that, I think, uh, as um, this is probably the setup for you to go with the, the chapter, that alone is great right mm -hmm. the fact that uh these things just kind of like pop up organically and um 
everything seems to be kind of like synchronized. That alone would be awesome. Then it's there's uh, the ingredient of trusting yourself to do it, to follow through and to put your part of your energy into, um, into the process and into the mix. Because it alone, awesome, amazing, great, divine, you know, powers that be is like, let's read this one, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then yeah. if, if I didn't like trust myself to read it, <laughs> um, then I might, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how, I, excuse me. I don't know how I come across, but I've started feeling a little bit more comfortable doing them. So, um, you know, there's that component too, like where, yes, I got the messages. Yes, I received them. But if I don't do anything with them, I'm just going to sit with that message. Yeah, no, it's true. But when you read those things, I feel like you really have this quality of naturalness and spontaneity. But it's, it's, but it's really connected to, you know, the subject that we're talking about. And, and it, you know, it's very, how can I say, it's like really appropriate. Right. For, for where we're going but yeah. then it, it's and it's not just that it's like the energetic quality that you're bringing to it. it's not just the words and the content of it but the energetic quality to it that you're bringing yeah similar yeah. to what you were saying about actors right yeah you take material and then you make it your own you i mean you do that in hypno i'm sure yeah yeah the, the um what are those things called the scripts or whatever yeah the scripts are, oh that's funny yeah. <laughs> you can act sometimes it. things are like right in front of my face <laughs> um the scripts <laughs> are already pre-written but yeah. it's the energy that you put into it and how you uh deliver it and how you interpret it and then you do that differently according to your audience you know so whatever your client's needs may be you deliver that um you know being in and um, when I did, when I traveled with the, that show, uh, the magic show, there were moments when I saw the performer and I would just be in awe because the, you know, not every audience is the same audience. And sometimes there were, um, so it was a magic musical show, right? Mm -hmm. We would have uh, tours sometimes of uh, deaf and blind um, audience members. Oh, wow. And so the, uh, the individuals who are blind would get the music aspect of it. Yeah. And then the, um, the individuals who were deaf would get obviously the visuals, right? Yeah. But we kind of take some of those things. Oh, this is, I don't even know how this happens, but you know how it happens. Yeah. We, take, <laughs> we take these things for granted. We yeah. take uh, these elements in our lives for granted. And until you are witness of somebody um, not having, um, you know, the, you know, uh, not having the ability of one or the other or many, yeah. then you kind of like assess your life and you go, oh, holy smokes, you know, I need to do more with what I have. And so I would be in such awe of my friend, uh, the performer, because they managed to somehow, you know, resonate. And you would see these, uh, these audience members like in tears wow. um, over the performance, because let's say um, if uh, the music, uh, you know, we sometimes they would like change the, the volume or the whatever causes the music to like tremble or mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. vibrate. So yeah. then they can feel it. 
um, they can feel it more and, you know, because they're not able to hear it or the, uh, the movement of the lights would be more um, choreographed in a smooth, you know, like they it, it was just tweaks or whatnot. So yeah. The way the, the visual people who couldn't necessarily like hear music could see the movement of the songs through the light. Um, so, wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes you just, you have to make the best of what you have and then provide that and you move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's part of it. it there's an idea of this, this, you know, we're going to get into this idea of acceptance. Mm -hmm. and, you know, one of these, uh, you know, there's two, there's sort of two aspects. So one, you've got to kind of accept who you are and where you are in terms of, you know, what you want to manifest, what your desires are, what your needs are, and so on. And, and, and be okay with that and be, be, be on board with it in essence. So that you don't want some part of yourself fighting against what it is you think you want, for example. And then also you've got to, you know, you've got to create an acceptance in, in the objective world. In other words, you got to accept that thing that's coming to you from, you know, that you, that you supposedly want. Yeah. Some, and you, you've got some great example for this and I'm going to turn it over to you in a, in a, in a bit. I want to just kind of set this up, but so think of, keep that in mind about acceptance. There's a kind of two meanings of that. There's a self-acceptance idea. In other words, here's my, you know, here's what I come into the world with. And, you know, here's some of my strengths. Here's some of my weaknesses. Here's my, you know, limitations. Here's how I can really shine. And, you know, working with all that and accepting it all as it is, being honest about it, but not allowing it to kind of you know, limit how far you can go or limit how, you know, what your experience of life is or limit your joy or limit your prosperity. Because um, sometimes we can do that, you know, if there's challenges. And we talked about that persistence too. And persistence and acceptance yes. kind of go hand in hand in a lot of ways. Because um, you accept who you are and you also accept that vision that you have. You accept that divine purpose that you have and you hang on to it and you don't let it go and you keep it in mind. So, uh, we'll get into this. So what, the first thing really that he, that he, that he lays out that uh, Ernest Holmes lays out in this book is um, really this idea that, um, you know, you're responsible to choose your own good. Um, you know, and I think sometimes people can get caught up in this idea well, it's well, I, you know, I was born in this particular situation, or I grew up with this abuse, or, you know, I had, uh, you know, substance abuse problems when I was young, or, you know, I've been in and out of jail, and this and that happened to me, and all these different things, you know, so I could never really get a start, and that, that's all true stuff, and it's all challenging, and it's all, you know, real, but at the same time, you know, a certain point, and you've talked about this a lot, you know, this is just like therapy, at some point, you have to own the fact that you are responsible uh, to, to make those changes that you need to make within yourself, and accept the power spirit that's within you already and allow that to unfold and until you you do that you're not going to get anywhere yeah and and you're fighting against yourself because it's like you're blaming circumstances outside yourself even if they're real they are real i mean everybody faces difficulties and of course you know and all that it's not as if it doesn't exist we're trying to pretend like oh you know, you know, the every, you know, the roads equal for everyone. And, you know, this person has, doesn't have it easier than this person. I mean, there's, there's inequalities and injustices all the time, but you can't let that stop you. Yeah. You know, you've got to reach down into that spirit within, into your heart, into your soul, and like, you know, you know, and kind of like grab onto that part of yourself that's bigger than all that. 
because everyone has that capability within them. And sometimes we forget it consciously because we've been beat down a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's a part in the book and I'll find it later because um, I was, you're cutting me off at all of the passes, Um, (laughs) but this happens often. I think we, we probably resonate with very similar things. My finger has been on this um, paragraph or the, these next couple of sentences for a while now. Yeah, yeah. I'm my uh, book up in the air, so I'm getting a little tired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so please, um, please put it out. Put it out there. What do you got? It, uh, it, so the what I was gonna, what I keep, I kept reading over and over is, um, yeah. uh, blah 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 blah. So it says, "I believe it. I know it is so. Yes, I accept the particular result to which I am now giving my attention." It, uh, giving my attention is already mine. Um, the great limitless source of supply is merely waiting for me to place my order. Um, and then um, there's another one where you can, once you start accepting, so the whatever, I like that in two ways. So I'll pause there. I like that in, um, in two ways. One, yes, all of the things that are meant for you, all of the goodness, all of the abundance, the love, you know, the health, the good health, all of that, like all of those things are like meant for you. Um, aside from like some sort of karmatic things, but that's for another show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so often though, this works in the contrary way where you put all of this attention and focus on what is not yours. Yes. Yes. You know, exactly. and then that's, your scenery that's your view that's what you see on a day-to-day that's what you experience you know I was having this conversation today with someone and they were uh talking about here we go they were mentioning TikTok (laughs) (laughs) and um and so they said something like um and again way before you had mentioned that this is what we were working on right yeah um and so um they they were talking about TikTok and they're like, you know, um, God is just sending me these messages. And it, it's like, it's just so crazy how I keep seeing these same kind of like messages on TikTok, like these videos of, you know, uh, change your life or, you know, uh, regardless, you're going to be dead. So why does, might as well just live for the now or some, 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 some. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I, as my brain does, it just was running like a million miles a minute. And I'm like, and I'm like, that is so, I, that's such a, um, like a millennial access point of, you know, the uh, algorithm of like, all, I'm titling it just like the algorithm synchronicities, right? Okay. Yeah. So as you scroll through, um, up, down, I forget which one it is. Um, you pause for a certain for certain videos that you know pique your interest. Some people like cooking ones. A lot of you know puppies, cats, whatever. Uh, people who fall and make fools of themselves, or you know comedy things. Yeah. Um, and then like spiritual things. So or like certain messages. So as you, um, so what I wrote down was. Um, it's what you pause to look at that brings forth the messages that you need. So it's the same with life. Yeah. You know, all of these messages are around you all of the time, but if you're, if you've lived your whole life, let's say, you know, you're facing 12 o'clock at the, 
at the starting point or something. And your, um, your road and your journey, your path is at like uh, three o'clock. If for whatever reason, life events, uh, external influences, other people have led you and pulled you over to nine o'clock, you're never going to see three o'clock. Mm. So you're always going to be looking in this direction. And over here, it is gloomy. Over here, you know, everything's dark. And then that's, that's your view. And that's what you keep um, manifesting. That's what you keep walking towards. Yeah. You know, that's what you keep uh, envisioning for your future, because that's all you see in the horizon. Yeah. And you've experienced it. So it seems very real to you. So you're like, yeah, well, you're, you're in it. <laughs> you're really, you know, you're 100% in it. I mean, and that's the thing. And that's, that's what's interesting about this law. So let me, let me say, let me read this. So this is really interesting that you brought that up. So Holmes says, uh, you must remember that law. So this law he's talking about is sort of the law of attraction. It's just the idea that your mind and your attitude and your, you know, your sort of your point of view, you know, creates that experience that you're having. You must remember that law is entirely impartial and neutral. It does yeah. not care what demand is made upon it. It produces whatever is planted in it, just as does the soil in a garden. So right. it's like, you wouldn't blame the soil if it grew weeds. It's right. just, you know, weeds got in there. You know, you right. wouldn't blame the soil because you planted carrots, but you really wanted an apple tree. You'd blame yourself. Right. And so the soil is neutral. And it's like, that's the thing about you know, it's interesting. So that AI idea is very interesting as well. It just keeps feeding you the same ideas that it thinks you want to see. And that reinforces your belief about that thing. And it can get you into this loop, which is super dangerous in a lot of ways. It's super positive if you're looking at good positive material that like, uh, that really like resonates with you and moves you forward constructively. But then think about the folks that are on there that are looking at all that conspiracy material or folks that are on there looking for more hate oriented type material and, you know, bigoted material and so on. It just feeds you more of that because the AI thinks, oh, this person's hungry for this kind of information. Right. They might have just been curious about a weird video they saw. And then all of a sudden you feed them all this crap. And the next thing you know, they're like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Right. That's your world now. That's your world now. And that's so your world view. That's what you know. That's what you're working right? with. Yep. And then you kind of just take it for granted. And then all of a sudden you're talking about how like it's this event like, oh, isn't it weird how all this stuff pops up? No, it's not really. Yeah. You know, in some ways. And then there's the other. There's the positive side of it where you're talking about like what you were saying, where there's this synchronicity that occurs. You know, you start seeing messages of hope and messages of joy and messages of prosperity and so on. And these things keep popping up you know, aside from the whole AI aspect of it, but it's interesting how AI kind of mimics how human consciousness works. I mean, that's what we're trying to make it do is think. I mean, it's brilliant. That's right. That's what, yeah. I media social well, media before it became social media, I've yeah. always been fascinated with because it is such a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant machine. Oh, Unfortunately, God. often it gets used for nefarious not, purposes <laughs> right not the best things um and you know uh it, in the in the um, in the chapter they talk about you actually read another one that i wanted to, that i was going to uh, mention as well so oh man um, that's Sorry. good we're we're being time efficient <laughs> <laughs> yeah it talks about like what i forget what it is like faith 
um, where was it? Like, oh, works, faith, like works and then faith, right? So yeah. I was not uh, challenging this individual's faith. I was not challenging their belief system. I was not challenging that, you know, God or life did not send these messages their way. What yeah, I was yeah. highlighting is that you were also seeking those things, you know, yes. you were seeking those things. So those pauses, those pauses that you have when you are scro uh, scrolling through every video, those pauses, that's you seeking it. You just don't know it yet, or you don't have an awareness of it, but that's you seeking good things. That's you seeking change. That's you seeking, I got to get out of this. That's you seeking, I deserve better. You know, I am valuable. That is you doing that work and you're seeking it. And then life is saying, oh, welcome. So then now here you go. So now, you know, you're getting closer and closer to three o'clock. And now you're in front of, you know, the road that I am now naming three o'clock, <laughs> which is your path, right? Yeah. And your path, you know, like, as you said, um, the, the energy and everything is neutral. So it's always been there. Um, your path will always be available to you. But there are situations often where, you know, you get to that path and you end up just standing there. So the work that you did from going from nine o'clock to three o'clock, great, because you sought that out. Now comes the next step. This is when you begin to take steps into your path. This is when you begin to get comfortable with your surroundings. This is when you start to accept that you deserve all of the gifts on that path. That's when you start making steps forward, right? Mm. That's when you say, yeah, I do have value. I do deserve this. I deserve love. I deserve abundance. I deserve health. I deserve wealth. I deserve all of these things that are meant for me on this path. And once you start, for example, one, like, let's say you're seeking love. And this is actually the, what I, um, what I said to this individual earlier. Um, if you are seeking your true love and your true love is on that path, that person may also be a little, you know, distracted or whatnot, or maybe they are focused, you know, waiting for you to cross that road or, you know, approach them. But if you don't approach them, you'll never get there. That's one. You'll always be at the starting point. But once you start accepting that this is rightly yours or rightfully yours, then you start feeling better about yourself. You start feeling more confident. You start doing all of the good things. And all of those good things will then make you brighter. And once you become brighter, you begin to shine. And you, the more you shine, the more visible you are. Then that individual, that soulmate, that love of your life is going to be drawn to that light. And or at least there's going to be a flash or a brightness somewhere. And they're going to be like, what's that over there that I've never seen before? Mm. And then they turn and then they look at you and then you lock eyes and then it's amazing. And then, you know, you can live after the after. Um, <laughs> happily ever after. I think I mumbled that <laughs> yeah. one. Um, 
But if you don't do that work, you know, faith is amazing. Faith is great. Just like I was saying about uh, the affirmations or the activations. Yeah. Messages come to me. But if I was like, just, oh, cool, that message came to me or came to me. And I'm like, I found this message to be really amazing. And, you know, and if I just sit with that and if I don't say, hey, Jason, what about this? Why don't we try that? Then they would just sit there. Yeah. And they're just sitting like they're just words in a book um, that are, you know, not really like not really doing any work for anyone so true um, and and you know it's it's like that's that's our part that's the part that that we can do and then we talk about like we were saying uh you know trusting and having faith in in spirit that it's going to unfold um you know in the way that you want it to unfold but 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 again taking taking time to do the work or and talk to the people that you need to talk to you know, take the classes that you need to take or learn about stuff or, you know what I mean? Do those yeah. things that you can, uh, you know, in your human way and then allowing, you know, the spiritual uh, reality to create that for you behind the scenes. And then just like you said, it's the same sort of thing with, you know, with prosperity. It's like you, you, you create this idea where, you know, you begin to accept your, your worth, you begin to accept that this good is coming to you, that it's not coming to you, that it's already yours, actually, yes. that it's coming, that it's already yours, and you're just waiting for its transfer to you, basically, you know, but there's, you already have an, an order in for this healing, or this prosperity, or this new home, or whatever you need, and you have faith that it's gonna, you know, that it's gonna unfold in your life, you take the time to do the things that you can do to make that happen, but you don't get discouraged if they don't seem to happen in the way that, you know, you plan, for example, you just keep at it and keep affirming and keep seeing it and keep the, what he calls that mental equivalent. In other words, that picture and that picture, I don't just mean like the visualization of it, but I mean, literally, you know, see, feel, taste, hear, you know, experience it as much as you can, if, if it's something tangible, yeah. um, you know, to really create it in your mind, because honestly, the subconscious mind does not know the difference between reality and a really deep visualization. And so it'll totally get on board. And, you know, the law of attraction will kick in. And just like you were talking about how, you know, when you totally love and accept yourself, you kind of light up and attract that person. Do you do the same thing with, you know, with monetary things or with a position that you want or with some, you know, business uh, <laughs> partner that you need yeah. or whatever, you know, to Capricorn it up a little bit. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing though, really. I mean, again, yeah. spirit doesn't care, you know, so much what, what you, what you want or what you're trying to accomplish, just that you have faith and, and good intentions and, you know, a, a positive outcome in your mind and a belief that it'll unfold. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes, I, I'll. Why are you uh, laughing? By the way, there's, <laughs> there's two. Well, there's a couple of things, but I know I got, I, I got you on I, multiple I, levels, didn't I? Yeah, I was. Um, I was going to. Uh, again, it just kind of goes along with what you were saying. But uh, before the two things that really kind of stood up to me when I was reading this was the statement um, that he uh, writes. It's like. Um, I feel the experience of it. I picture myself enjoying it. I see, I see it as desirability and value. I am planning how it adds to my experience of worthy living. And then, um, so that part I really enjoyed yeah. because you're, you're submerging yourself in it. You're saying like, this is mine. You're owning it. You're now living in this space. You're taking steps forward. 
Um, and it doesn't have to be leaps, you know, a lot of the times people get discouraged because it's like, oh, well, it's not enough or, you know, back to the, if you do the garden thing, uh, then, you know, it's going to take time to grow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, and then if you planted things in certain times of the year, they're not going to grow at that speed or maybe not at all because of the condition. So, you know, you have to also be like rational about it. Yeah. Um, so there, there are those components as well. Um, and then um, the thing that I, there's a couple, well, there's, I'll go back to the money one in a second, but the other part is um, where it says only I use talents, privileges, opportunities, responsibilities, or funds wisely. Um, well, only as I use, sorry, let me read that again. Only yeah. as I use talents, privileges, opportunities, responsibilities, or funds wisely, will they benefit me? I shall not bury them in the ground. I shall not hoard them. I shall use them constantly so they serve others. This part, oh, in that service, they shall increase. This part, I I personally am working on a balance of, mm. as we spoke mm. about last week, you know, there yeah. I am, I do use often, like I, um, in my, I mean, nobody knows where I am or when I'm going to be driving. I don't think people are going to be following me around and it's not that much money anyway (laughs) in my center console i'll carry like a like a stack of singles and um it's not enough to for anything so so don't break into his car it's not (laughs) worth it it. Uh, but i use and it's also really bad karma because of what i'm about to say so i use anytime that i get singles and sometimes fives i they always go in that center console for whenever I see, may see someone um, in need or that are, is asking for money, um, I know that I have that money there. And that's, yeah. that, that is the purpose of that money. Um, it has no other purpose. As soon as I get a single in my head, that is you know, the purpose that it's going to serve. Um, there have been times when um, I, it has been more than, than just that, when I've seen someone and it really, I don't know if I've mentioned the story before or I think I might have mentioned I definitely have mentioned it to you um there was this individual that I saw you can see um like their ribs like every, every part of their bone like you could see every out everything and I was driving and I, I just kind of like looked over and something just hit me like really strongly and to the point where my eyes just instantly became watery um and not even like sobbing it was just like boom like it like bam yeah (laughs) you know and so I drove to like there's a part that it gets funny I drove to the nearest um the nearest place that sold whatever you know anything substantial so I happened to be a Walgreens so I'm going through Walgreens (laughs) in my mind (laughs) I'm going through all of the um uh, possible allergic reactions or <laughs> what uh, that person may want yeah. and I'm like well what if they don't like this flavor <laughs> oh my gosh yeah and what if they have like you know like a like a like a nut allergy or like a gluten allergy so I'm trying to like find all these like <laughs> so you end up with a gallon of water and some saltine <laughs> crackers right <laughs> um, well no I ended up with a bunch of stuff um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I ended up with a bunch of stuff and then um, you know like several things just not for that day but um, that also that's the other part that I that I was thinking about is like 
how long this would last, you know, like the shelf life or whatever. Yeah. Like, can they actually eat this comfortably outside? And, right. And yeah. I'm like, do people, like, am I, am I normal? <laughs> <laughs> do people go through this? Do people go through like this anguish of like, am, I know that I'm doing the right thing, but am I doing, but are I doing the right thing, <laughs> the right way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I go back with like my uh, multiple bags full of stuff. Yeah. And um, there was no kind of like parking nearby. So I had to like park across the street and then um, cross with all of this uh, merchandise. Yeah. And this individual turned over. Uh, I could still feel it in my bones when um, it was just very like innocent. And um, there was no... It, it's just so earnest, you know, yeah. he turns around and goes, you know, like there's like a crack in the voice, but I think that's just probably like natural. There's, it, it's also in the desert in like whatever hundred degree weather, right? Yeah. 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 For sure. So, and uh, he just turns over and he's like, thanks man. And that like, it just, I felt, I don't even know how to describe it. Like I was vibrating up sideways all around. Yeah. Same time, I wanted to like shut in and like shame myself for like spending whatever amount of money that I spend on, you know, like it's all like this ball of emotions. Yeah. So I will always continue to do those things, but um, it's the other parts of doing things for people that are maybe like not beneficial. Like we talked about that. We've been talking about that Mm -hmm. um, on my personal journey (laughs) on this podcast of like not caring people, not carrying (laughs) i think i hurried that one up i do care for people it's the carrying part like putting you over my shoulders and like carrying you along the way um that part that i'm balancing and i with that balance i feel a lot better you know i feel a lot better about myself i'm more confident i'm and then i realized that the people that um that I had in mind of kind of like, you know, balancing that with or moderating that with yeah, their confidence is blooming, you know? Yeah. So it's almost like, so if we go back to the, I really, cause I love the garden analogy or metaphor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget which one's which um, maybe perhaps my, my stepping back out of their garden space and then perhaps you know, gave them the opportunity for them to plant their own confidence the confidence seed. Yeah. And me stepping out of that space allowed that garden to flourish. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And I think sometimes, uh, you know, some of our well-meaning efforts uh, right. un- undermine the confidence and ability of some of the people that, you know, we're trying to quote unquote, like help. Yeah, because we have you think about that when we set up an expectation that this person needs to be carried, we're sending the message to spirit that this person can't do it themselves and they right. need me to intercede for them. Yeah. And it's like, that's a disempowering message. Where's their agency in that? Correct. And so I think that's it's an interesting way of looking at that, because and sometimes we do need to ho- carry people and we do need to hold the space for them because they just can't do it for themselves. But you have mm-hmm. to know when to say when also. Yes, I think I that's that's the key. And that's that's the thing. And, you know, in, in when you're in helping professions in general, it's like there's times when people are just going to be so broken, like you really do have to kind of carry them and hold on to that shred of faith and stuff for them because they've lost it. 
and you know at a certain point then you can let them pick it up and carry it themselves and then they they gain their strength right yeah yeah yes i mean in therapy you the goal is for you to not um i I forget how they say it um i don't remember if you were there when they would often say this in school Mm -hmm. where they're like you know our goal is to get fired and i'm like Okay, I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, right. But it, the goal is for you know the individual to no longer need you. Yeah, and yeah. to just provide tools and resources so that they can do it on their own. If they come back and check in, you know, that's great. Oh, that individual. Speaking of the checking in, but anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll have to tell you about that in a second. But yeah, the goal is to to have individuals, you know, kind of be able to stand on their own with the tools that you navigate or you explored and learned together. Um, so I think that, that I like that, I, you know, where yeah. here are the tools. Yeah. I'm, I'll be there, you know, I'll be there to, to support and to provide and um, all of that, but not to do all of the work for you. Yeah, exactly. I, as you were talking about that, I was like thinking about like a, like a personal trainer or a coach, it's like, you know, they're there for you. They're motivating you. They might even come over to your house and wake you up and <laughs> you know what I mean, and yeah. really like kick you in the ass and all this stuff. And, but they can't exercise for you. They can't not eat that Twinkie. They can't, you know, make you, you know, put down that, you know, 32 ounce or filled of soda. <laughs> you know what I mean? You say 32? Yeah. Don't you remember those 32 <laughs> ounces? I don't think that so. was AM. That was that's that's old timey AM PM stuff back in the day. <laughs> we had, and then came the sixty four ouncer. Now that's that's the big boy. They didn't so, have like a catchy name because thirsty too is it's good, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, the sixty four ouncer. I don't know what those things are called. I don't know if they have a thing a name for that. I think that's called um, diabetes in a, in a bucket. <laughs> diabetes in a bucket is a sixty four ouncer. So that's yeah. what you get. Um, I don't, I don't even know what I was talking about anymore. I completely went off on AMPM reference. Sorry, uh, you were talking about a physical <laughs> trainer who can't work yeah, out. Yeah, so, so, right. So, I mean, that, that analogy uh, of that, of that idea is like, but they can't, you know, they can't do the workout for you. They can't, you know, they can't eat your food for you. They can't, you know, choose your diet. Right. I mean, they can give you suggestions and give you and give you support and they can be there just like the same thing, like a sponsor in AA, you know, you can call them up and say, Hey, I think I'm, you know, I need to drink or I need to use. And it's like, they, you know, they're going to tell you, okay, let's meet up. We'll get some coffee. We'll talk it out. We'll work through it. But, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a mutual process. I think that's really, that's kind of what, what therapy and, you know, and kind of spiritual healing work is all about, you know, we're getting, we're kind of, the, the sort of midwife that's kind of getting you in touch with spirit to try to work out some of the problems that are going on but you know in the end yeah, I mean, we're not gonna stop. yeah it's a natural process right? right yes yes I wow did, did you hear that crazy robotic voice that just reverberated i think it might have skipped on my end i was when you, when you it literally it. sounded like a weird robot for a second <laughs> wow so we're going to have some interesting, either some interesting editing, or I'm just going to have you guys just listen through all of the craziness <laughs> so that you can in, enjoy the process that Angel and I go through while we do the this. Spirit. It's the spirit. <laughs> <They're> very strong. <laughs> exactly. So 
Okay, so no, you were going to talk a little bit about the the person that you uh, recently got into contact with. So if you didn't listen to last week's show, Angel recently had a call from a person who's now in a like used to be uh, someone you were in contact with for a short period of time. You're kind of helping out. Yeah, um, you met them on the road, I believe. Yeah. And it and now this person's kind of come out from the past, and it's uh, it's it's been found out that there's a there's an illness, a fa- yeah. like a fatal illness, right? Yeah, potentially fatal. Yeah, potentially fatal illness. And we don't want to say fatal illness. We want to speak words of healing, yeah, and keep and hold that hold that healing energy. But a yeah. potential fatal illness. Okay, so and you've had another contact with this person. Yes. Okay. So um, it it's really, I don't know. Sometimes like um, I have the intention of doing something. I don't. I think I mentioned this last. I don't know if it was just to you, or uh, on the podcast, uh, but. Um, I had an intention to start like a prayer. Okay. Um, and uh, I think two weeks, two podcasts ago, we, you and I were talking, or maybe last podcast, we were talking about how like certain works are sent, are done on certain days, like lighter yeah, that was work. Last, last week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Lighter work is on Thursdays, heavier yeah. work on Mondays. So I had my intention to uh, begin this um, yesterday, just like I, I had an intention to, um, do um have like make that oregano tea that you you know when remember i asked you oh yeah yeah for yeah yeah and so i had that i had all of these and i had the oregano on my altar and you know because that was going to be uh, more special um well more personal i guess yeah um, but lighter um and so then i and then i had this one that i was going to do and then the oregano one like didn't come to fruition because it seemed like it's like so this is the okay this, so this is the interesting part okay the oregano itself rotted really yes and the person that it was meant for yeah completely gone of all symptoms like wow like that. that's so, so cool. I, isn't that nuts yeah but so, that's so cool <laughs> you know <laughs> I, it's as if you didn't need the healing medium you just skip right through and spirit did the work yeah, so I put it on my altar and I spoke to all of um, all of my uh, relatives who have passed and and yeah. you know, everybody who's around me, um, and I said, you know, these are my intentions. I'm going to use this to take away, you know, hopefully take away some of the symptoms. Um, and I'm, Jay said, I don't even know. Like, it was on a daily that this person was telling me that they were experiencing like this really heavy cough. Yeah, and I could barely breathe barely even sleep you know because of it um and it had been going on for like months oh wow um or even like most of the year it was like a really long time and it was bad it was like really bad Um, and then so i'm like okay i'm gonna put all of my intention into into this ingredient right and then when i went when i went to go open up the little oregano packet and I maybe common sense. I, I don't know. <laughs> There's a combination of two, right? Common sense. Maybe you just don't leave these kind of ingredients out, <laughs> or it just absorbed it. You know, it, all, like yeah. I opened it up, and it was all like dark and like weird, kind of like how you would see, uh, like a you know, like a dark lung or like a dark body part. You know, like oh, the yeah. organs when they show you, like on um, when you're like in health class. <laughs> yeah, when they're the anti-smoking yeah so it's like, it was like that it was just all yeah. dark and like uh there was like a, some mildew around it but most of it was just oh, wow. really, really dark um 
And I'm like, I just got this the other day. You can't grow mildew that fast. No way. Yeah. Uh, and so it, just at the center of it, like also, out- by the way, may I tell you this, it has antifungal properties in its, in its healing capacity, like the herb. Huh. Yeah. It has oils in it that are like antifungal and anti, you know, it's a, it has a healing type herb. So it shouldn't even do that. It shouldn't grow fungus. No. Huh? No. I wish I would have taken a photo of it. That's crazy. All I've seen it do is dry out. No, it was gnarly. (laughs) Wow. That's heavy. Yeah. And then I I was uh, talking to the individual that I was going to give it to. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to prepare you um like this tea and then later on i just i'm like oh sorry i'm gonna have to get a new batch because this one's like all crud (laughs) it was like bad yeah like moldy and like black and it was just really weird and then the next day they're like um i uh called them for something and then i was like hey blah blah blah." and they're like i was like wait talk to me yeah i'm like say like a full sentence because they wouldn't be able to get a full sentence in without you know because it was chronic it was bad yeah um and i'm like what your voice sounds so clear and they're like yeah i don't have anything anymore i woke up this way and i was like that is insane that's amazing yeah that's amazing i love that story that's you know but that's the that's the cool thing about about herbs and about magical work is that there's like two levels to herbs for me like there's the medicinal value of it and Mm -hmm. then there's the spiritual quality to it that the the plant has and it's like you skipped over the medicinal and went straight into the spiritual and it's as if it almost sucked out the yeah the bad stuff you know what i mean yeah that's really cool I didn't know that it wasn't able to moldify or mold or I'm not saying that like, it's not (laughs) possible. What I'm saying, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't. No, I've never, I had some old stuff that like I had used that because I had terrible cough and we were using it uh, when we were ill and Mm -hmm. um, we had some, you know, from like a month ago that was stuck in the back of the refrigerator, a couple sprigs of it in plastic Mm -hmm. and it was just dried out. And it's in a, you know, a moist kind of environment next to food and all this stuff. And, you know, it was in there like a month and you had it out, you had it out on your altar and it's breathing. Yeah. It's fine. And that's very strange. Seriously. That's that, that I would call that a a spiritual experience is what I would say. (laughs) That's, that's heavy. I love it. Holy moldy. That's, um, this is the work you're doing. (laughs) This is the work you're doing. What I say is keep it up. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. So yeah, it was just like, I was like, wow, that's like, it it just, I don't know, it it took me, uh, it kind of caught me a little bit off guard. There's a plant that I have uh, next to me right now currently. And when I do um, my telehealth sessions, like from home, Mm -hmm. um, the plant, uh, I feel like is also like a healing plant now because, you know, uh, I feel like it recycles some of that energy. Yeah. Um, like listening to, to, you know, all of the conversations and, you know, whatever that symbiotic process is. Yeah. That all that up, yeah. yeah. Um, this is the, the, the plant that has lasted the most. My office ones, I'm not at, at work so often. So uh, like in my office, so that one, I, those two, I have to like, there's two main ones um, that I have to just, uh, find a balance i think maybe i need to repot them and i don't think that they like where they're living in right now so we're gonna have to have a talk and 
I might have to go shopping, which is not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> so that's but, terrible for you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this other yeah, this other individual. Okay, so if you listen to last week's, uh, you I think you recapped it, but it was a very dire situation. And when I spoke to them, I like I felt it in my my heart dropped. I felt very crushed by the sound of the voice and yeah. just the the feeling. I can, I think I was mentioning last week. I can feel the tears just wallowing you know or like building yeah. up like at the edge of um of his eyes and um this i just uh spoke to them not too long ago and um i was like hey you sound way better <laughs> really yeah and they're like oh yeah but like kind of like a there's like a like a I don't want to say a skip, but there's definitely like more of an upbeat. Yeah. Time. Yeah. And especially for recently just coming out of like, you know, having to go to the hospital and just recently coming out again. Yeah. Like after uh, we spoke the last time they've been in the hospital. Um, and oh, so, wow. yeah. Yeah. Like for days. And so um, I was like, you know, you sound really great um, or better. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh yeah. You know, um, I, like, after you know a conversation and a couple of things i just changed my outlook i changed my outlook wow <laughs> jeez and it was just so like simple and matter of fact and yeah. beautiful you know it was just like beautiful like to to just you're in a, a situation that for many people would and i think for a time probably him as well would send you on this spiral of what's the point? Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and then having conversation and then, you know, maybe be, being able to, or because they're, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but they live alone. So yeah. to have that conversation, uh, I'm, uh, to just have like a conversation and maybe perhaps gain a different um, perspective, again, going from nine to three, and just saying like, what if I don't give up? You know, what yeah. if I just try? I like what that if... that shift by using using questions. I think it's a really good way to, because sometimes it's a lot to go from, you know, from dark to light. But if you start yeah. asking questions like what if, yeah, cracks open the door, doesn't it? Sure. And it makes it less daunting. Yeah. Um, oh, that's actually the word I think that they that they used. Um, so, you know, what if I don't give up? What then? What are the possibilities that way? Yeah, well, I know what I know what the path is over here at nine o'clock, right? I know that one. Mm -hmm. That one's like dark and gloomy and um, uh, like limited. There's another yeah. one. Yeah. Well, it's like an inevitability to it. Also, it's like oh, it's just gonna get worse and worse, and then I die. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but what if I start shifting? What if I start, you know, turning my head over here and turning my mm. attention this way? You know, or what if I just don't keep pulling myself in that direction? Then maybe I just go back to neutral. Maybe I'm just at 12 now. Sure. Yeah. And that's a start, right? Don't think start at 12. Yeah, no, exactly. And you know, what's so funny about that to kind of tie it back into the book. He talks in the last section, there's that little thing where he, he talks about um he talks about be reasonable and he's like you know talking about, <laughs> right 
<laughs> yeah. Be reasonable. And it's like, in other words, like, you know, don't try to go from, from zero to, uh, you know, 150 miles an hour, like start out a little bit slow and kind of build up your speed in essence with this work. Yeah. You know, so if you're starting to change your attitude, if you're starting to change your outlook, like he said, I love that word. I just changed my outlook. That phrase is incredible, but it's like so matter of fact, but so like pregnant with like, like heavy meaning, like, Oh, I just changed my outlook. It's like, well, yeah. no, you just basically changed your whole consciousness. Didn't you? Yep. Um, you know, and so, you know, some people can make those miraculous turns and definitely keep your mind open to it. But, you know, if you're first starting out and you're, you know, let's say you're, you know, heavily in debt or you're and your health, isn't great. You know, you're not in that dire situation, let's say, um, you just start with little things and, and build, build it, build your confidence up, build, build little things, you know, set little goals and accomplish them and build them and see, and, you know, and give yourself faith in that spirit, give yourself, you know, build your faith and build your, your kind of ability to work with that, with that stuff. And then, you know, you can, you know, you can gradually and more easily almost create miracles in your life. Yes. You no, know, but you kind of work, you work up to it in a sense. Yeah. So I think that that's, that's a good way, especially if, you know, you're kind of starting out skeptical or you're starting out in a really dark place or you're starting out, you know, like wondering how, maybe just starting asking questions like Angel was talking about, just at what if I could get better? What if I could get out of this debt? What would my life look like? Like, I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but what if? Yeah. You know, what yeah. if is a really powerful question when you turn it positive instead of like, well, what if you know, this happens and the sky falls down and I, you know, this, you know what I mean? Usually yeah. we're using what if negatively, but use what if positively and see what it can do for you. Yeah. And even if at the time, like, you know, um, at the time there was, cause you know, physically there's a lot of limitations, health, yeah. emotional, and it's not even like, you know, if I go back to my nine and three, it's not even that I'm like asking people to go all the way to three and make that effort and push yourself to take the steps, right? But what if you just don't do nine? And then that in itself is going to gradually get you closer to three. Absolutely. If you, if you reject nine, like if you reject all of the negativity, if you reject, you know, uh, the gloom and doom, if you just reject it and you say, what if I don't do that? Mm -hmm. What if I stop looking over in that direction? Then you push that out of the way and make space for a different point of view. You make space for a different landscape, a different perspective, you know? You know what else you do, though, is you break a habitual pattern of thinking. You stop yeah. it. Usually the pattern of thinking is like, you know, it, we, we, we create these like neural pathways of, of, of like uh, behavioral patterns, let's call yeah. them, right? And if you break them midstream, the, the brain kind of goes, what? And it opens up this little, little possibility that something different can happen. It's almost like pausing, like before you have a normal reaction to something like, so someone cuts you off on the freeway and normally you get irate and you flip them off and you race up ahead of them and you get really mad and shake your fist at them. And then you're mad at the world and you get to work and spill your coffee and yell at your, <laughs> your workmates and all, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like this chain of stuff that happens because some idiot cuts you off and you know, on the freeway. Right. But yeah. 
if you break the pattern, you're like, okay, I get cut off. I'm going to just count to 10 and then I'm going to, then I'm going to kind of pause and maybe just think, well, this person wasn't paying attention or maybe they're in a hurry or I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt just as a, what if Yes. you, you break the pattern, you can create yeah. a new, a new set of possibilities. Yeah. And you disown it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you disown it. all of that negativity. You disown what is not meant for you. And then, you know, even if you, even if you just don't have the energy right now to, um, you know, start making the steps towards your uh, rightful path, you're mm -hmm. at least, you know, disengaging from that. You just own it. And it's no longer your, you don't have to carry that anymore. You don't have to carry it. Yeah, that's beautifully put. And it, it is something we carry around because it's it's by choice. Yeah. It's I had uh, I did some really great work when I was younger um, with one of my mentors in the hypnotherapy uh, world, you know, my, my first sort of person that I worked with. And he had this great visualization for me. It's like I was kind of carrying around a lot of stuff and he would have me visualize like i'm like I'm, I'm i'm holding on all these heavy chains and you'd like really go deep into the explanation of what the chains are like and what they feel like and that you can feel the cold steel on my shoulder and all this stuff really making it vivid and then it's like and then it was like and you're holding on to these and dragging this great weight behind you why are you doing that why don't you just let those go imagine them hitting the ground hear the sound of that you know that steel clinking on the ground loud yeah. you know what i mean and it's like yeah. why, why are we holding on to that shit you know what yeah. i mean yeah but i love that visualization because often you know people are asked to visualize like what i mentioned earlier you know visualize the experience of owning it visualize the experience of deserving it you can also you know easily or just as the same visualize letting go there's Absolutely. power to that you know, there's power to visualizing, letting go, because even if you're not um, right at the uh, door of acceptance, at least you're releasing something to make space for you to be able to wiggle around and then find your way to where you belong. Absolutely. And I think sometimes that's, you know, that's all that we might feel in the moment that that we can do because we're, we're down to a certain level or, you know, we've been kind of kicked around by you know, our families or society or whatever. And, you know, maybe we're just getting this little glimmer of hope that maybe there's something better. And it's like, you're not just going to jump from that to like, oh, I'm on top of the world and I accept this divine abundance and all this beautiful, joyful life is mine. Sometimes you need to just let go of the crap and make some space, like clean out the room so that you can fill it with some new furniture, fill it with some new ideas, with some new beautiful paintings. Like sometimes it's just a matter of like checking out all this old, ugly crap that's in your room and making yeah. space, you don't even know what's coming, but making space for something better, just creating a space for it, you know, and that can be the first starting point to like creating these, these greater possibilities, this manifestation, this prosperity, this love, this joy that we're all looking for. I mean, that's the reality of it. If we're, you know, if we're not, we're, we're here. My belief is we're here to have as much joy as possible and to connect to spirit as much as possible and to help other people. Yes. You know, and so if we can if we can do that in our own unique way and really own who we are and accept who we are and like really just shine as best we can with the with what we've got you know with our talents yeah. with the capabilities with the particular 
you know, body we're born into with the particular mindset we have with whatever uh, capabilities we have with whatever senses we have, maybe we don't have this sense, and we have this other sense and a greater ability, whatever it is, whatever we're working with, like you were talking about the people who are born without hearing or, you know, sight or what have you, yeah. you know, just work with what you've got and really expand it and really own it and accept it and, 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 and move forward in the best way you can and, and, and find joy. Yes. You know, I think sometimes people, people compl- overcomplicate life. It's like, Oh, you know, what is my purpose? Well, you know, I, I, I think like this old, the old idea, like Joseph Campbell's, like follow your bliss is such great advice. It's like, so that thing that makes you feel really joyful, really happy, you know, maybe it's fashion, maybe it's flower arranging, maybe it's being a fireman, maybe it's cooking food, maybe it's playing an instrument, who knows what it is, you know? Yeah. And sometimes you can find, you know, little sprouts of things, um, in the situation that you're not necessarily the happiest in, in order to, you know, make way for other gardening later on. So, and don't limit yourself also to what, for example, when you're selling your services or selling your artistic works or selling your products or whatever, that don't devalue yourself and think about like what you can afford. So if you're broke and you want to, you know, be prosperous and you think, oh, well, if I, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, you're reminding me of what I was going to talk about with Capricorns and money. Oh, good. <laughs> so um, there's this one day that my mom was over and like, uh, um, we were going to go somewhere and then she's like, I, there's like, what is this? And then I'm like, oh, that's just my, um my uh, cash kind of junk drawer <laughs> and then you're like what and don't get me wrong and this is I'm not saying this for any other reason except for this story um, yeah, yeah. I'm not rolling in money no. um, but so, cash is just something that I don't often use um, so I had like this quote-unquote junk drawer <laughs> that also happens to have like 600 dollars in hundreds <laughs> and um and then she's like i love it she's like because you don't you don't you're not controlled by the money you know mm-hmm. you're not giving it like more value than you you don't um give it more power than or you know yeah more value and power than uh, who you are so does it serve a purpose yes do i need it obviously we all do because you know we've been built around it um but I'm not going to be controlled by it. I think that there was probably a point in my life that I might may have. And now I'm just like there. Um, one of <laughs> one of my cousins, we because we would go to dinner whenever I visit them. And then uh, like, um, they're like, oh, I don't know. Isn't that going to be too? I'm like, it's just money. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay, right. Because, you know, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not like rich, but I'm like, sometimes it's like, if you compare the experience, to whatever the money is going to come back you know that experience may not you know i may not be in this place at the same time with the same people feeling the same energy um you know exactly the same but that hundred dollars gets reproduced how many times so i can't reproduce that but the money gets printed out you know it'll come back and then she's like how do you like she's like how do you do that i'm like okay have you ever been in a relationship or 
I've been around someone that like the more you ignore it, the more it's drawn to you. And there's like, oh, you're like, how do I get rid of this person? Like, <laughs> and then you're like, you ignore, you're just like avoiding or ignoring them and you're just not giving them that much attention. And they're like, I want you, I want you, I want you. I'm like, that's just kind of how I view this. <laughs> if I just kind of like not give it that much attention, yeah, money seems to be like, hello, hello. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure you don't need me? You don't uh, want us to come to my power? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And there's that circulation thing with it too. You know, it's like, Ernest Holmes talks about that quite a bit throughout this book, this idea of circulation. It's like, you know, it's like you were saying before in that section you read, like you don't, if if you hang on and hoard stuff, it doesn't do anyone any good. It doesn't mean that you need to like throw your money around and be crazy if you can't, you know. It's worse. It doesn't do you any good. It does you bad. Uh, How many times, uh, how many times do you buy yourself something on a weekly basis are you asking me that yes (laughs) um not very often okay yeah Uh, often people will be like i don't know i just (laughs) and and you're speaking to a capricorn so there you go right often people will be like i don't just don't i don't oh you're right my mom's very similar um often people would be like um you know like i just don't know there's something missing like you know blah, blah blah i'm like okay well what do you do how do you like how do you, um, what's the word? Uh, how do you reward yourself at the end of the week? Mm, or whatever? Yeah. And then they're like, well, you know, like, uh, I'll take like a, I'm like, yeah, but like things like, how do you, like, how do you yummily reward yourself where you're like, you know, maybe feeling a little bit guilty. It doesn't have to be once a month or I mean, once a week, it could be once a month. They're like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm saving. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> that's not it you can't do that yes save sure save, right? but it's not a reward it's not, it's fun. not your, they're yeah. like well you know my paycheck and i'm like no mm-mm, no your yeah. paycheck is not your reward your paycheck is your compensation for the work that you put in that is not your reward that is something that you deserve that is rightfully yours because you worked for it. you it's an exchange of service so what is your reward they're like well i'm saving i'm like for when so you are depriving yourself now for a future sense of satisfaction. It's almost like you're you're taunting yourself with your own freaking carrot, right? It's like, yeah. ooh, look at this that I'm going to get eventually at some point, perhaps, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is promised, you know? Yeah. So like, you have to like make yourself feel good now. You're doing the work. Yeah. You know, you're putting in all of the hours, you're busting your butt, you're, you know, especially, I mean, there's just, life now is just so heavy, um, or just, you, we don't know where we're at ever. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> so, it's real serious and stuff. Um, so reward yourself, buy yourself something. I'm not saying go broke, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that you have to have like a brown box in your front door every day, but do something that says, you know what, you're doing great. Good job. That's you deserve huge. it. Yeah. And, you know, I think it doesn't, um, you know, the good thing about it, too, is it doesn't have to be something, like you said, it doesn't have to be something really expensive, and you can still save your money and still, you know, balance your budget and do all that stuff you need to do. It's about, it's about that middle ground, that balance, like you don't need, but because you don't want to feel, you don't want to feel deprived, deprived, exactly, because it creates a sense of lack, a feeling of lack, and then you create Mm -hmm. more of that, and then unworthiness. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't deserve okay. it. Yep. So it's a it's a it's a balance. So there's there's the Aries side of it. Excuse me, the Leo side of it and the Capricorn <laughs> side of it. Yeah, I, I run Aries, Leo, and and Sagittarius together now because of my readings. Because I'm always saying Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Uh huh. So that's why I said Aries. I know you're. Got it. <laughs> I know you're actually aligned. So there you go. Yes. Um. But so that's you know that's that balance. I realize uh, we are getting pretty late. So was there anything we haven't covered uh, that you wanted to get to uh, besides uh, the last thing we're gonna do? No, you. <coughs> no, I'm good. I think that's all of the. That's all of my little anecdotes. All right. So we've got this treatment. He calls it a spiritual treatment. These are mind treatments. They're affirmations. There's a little setup to kind of get you into the right state of mind. And then there's some affirmations. So you are going to read that, correct? Uh, I mean, I can't. Let me, where is it? What page is it? Uh, 302 and 303. It's at the end there. Sorry. Oh, there we go. Greater possibility is that one? Correct. I mean, I can't. I feel like you should read it. I feel like we've been because you found it, right? This is this. Well, I, I think so. Yeah. This whole thing is your jam. We've been talking about you know, um, not just standing at the entrance of your path and you know trusting yourself and owning things so i think that it would be apropos for how dare you <laughs> how, how, how dare you use my show against how me how dare you do <laughs> yeah wait what wait what was that thing the that you said last week it was like uh oh you, i feel personally attacked yeah i feel personally attacked <laughs> exactly all right I, I mean doesn't it make sense audience <laughs> Yeah, uh, yes. as if yeah, all all the audience here is is definitely saying you should read it. But I hear them, and you know <laughs> that I am clairvoyant. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. All right. So, what I'm what I was th what I'm thinking then, if if I do this, how about how about this? If I read the first portion of it, and then on page three hundred three, uh, we read every other one. We switch back and forth. How you're still doing it no no so you want me to do the whole thing yes <laughs> all right well you have such a such a fine meditative voice i don't but this I, is this is your right. like you chose the subject right, you right. spearheaded <laughs> it you have to follow it through fine Every I'll do it. Line. come all on all right all right well let me do this then and uh i uh, i it, it, it's not going to be as it's probably not going to be as smooth Here, stop, and, stop 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're doing exactly what we just right. told people not to do. All right, I'll stop. It's gonna be a it's gonna stop. be a, a fine, heartfelt <laughs> yes, reading. It will and, be amazing. And it's coming from my higher, most divine part of myself. That's yes. what I'm, that's what I'm that's what I'm affirming for this. All right. Brilliant and amazing and energetic. All right. So I'm gonna connect spirit. Give me a moment. Okay. So this is called Greater Possibilities Are Yours Now, and it comes from uh, the Ernest Holmes book, How to Change Your Life, and I highly recommend it. All right, so this is the first part, the little preamble to it. There's always a greater possibility available to you. There is a divine strength and an infinite wisdom at the center of your being, ever waiting to be released. It will enable you to put more into life and living and to take more out also. 
And these are the affirmations that you can use. I now lift up my whole thought to the inflow of divine strength and infinite wisdom. I know that I am in a silent partnership with God today, tomorrow, and every day. I accept the creative action and direction of the spirit within me. I know that new doorways are opened, that new opportunities for self-expression are now presenting themselves. New ideas are coming into my mind. I am meeting new situations I expect to accomplish and achieve. Divine intelligence flows through me, inspiring me, directing me into ever more worthwhile goals of creative endeavor. God guides me in every way and new horizons of joyous living continually open up before me. I accept the fullness of life this moment. I accept the fullness of life this moment. That's a powerful one. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. All right. Well, thank you for bearing with me on that. Yay! <laughs> thank you I for your, thank you for your support. <laughs> I'll continue to work on these readings because uh, I want to get uh, smooth like you. So <laughs> stop. <laughs> there you um, go. I like that. That was really cool. It totally fits with uh, with the whole theme. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so I, I think any of those, and you know, you don't necessarily have to go through that whole list or whatever, just pick out a couple that, you know, if you want to go back and listen through that, you pick out a couple that work for you, write them down, memorize them. These are great uh, affirmations to use. And especially in the morning when you get up or before you go to bed to kind of like set the, set your mind in the right place before you go to yeah. sleep. Oh, right? we'll talk about that next time. Cause we're out of, um, it'll be we'll be on a grapple yeah um, yeah i've been doing the meditations at night i feel like night seems to be uh kind of like how it works for me so far oh, good yeah good. i'm glad you're um, finding your balance uh yeah so we'll 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 talk we'll talk next week for sure meditation is definitely a part of this whole process and controlling you know controlling the mind and keeping your mind on those kinds of thoughts you want to want to have and and so that you can attract the things you want so that's it for this week unless angel has any other little pearls of wisdom no i think that's it yeah good right. job well thank you for joining us uh we wish you all the best in this new year and with your goals and with prosperity and in love and joy and health and uh sending out positive energy and healing to uh to your friend as well yeah. on his uh his journey to health so yeah. Thank you again for joining us, everyone. Uh, at Angel on the Eighth Day, TikTok or Instagram. I'm at uh, at Cosmic Eye Tarot on uh, Instagram and TikTok as well. So I've got my readings on there and stuff. If you want to check those out, those are every Monday. And other new uh, new stuff we put up. And Angel does the same thing as well. You've got your great quotes up on your uh, at at Angel on the Eighth Day. And those are, I always I always like to check those out each day. Little burst of uh, positivity. Uh, and of course, cosmiceye.org is uh, is where our main my main website is, and there's more about the podcast there as well. And I think that's about it. You have uh, you're at Angel on the Eighth Day Etsy store. 
yes so check that out and of course lastly but not leastly i like that um <laughs> Anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye is, is our home for the podcast. Uh, and you can make a donation on there if you'd like to support us in that way. And we'd appreciate it if you would. Uh, we, we, we appreciate the supporters who, who, are, who are donating. Thank you guys so much. And who are supporting our products as well. I know a lot of the customers um, that you're getting and I'm getting are, are actually coming through the show and stuff. So we, we yeah. greatly appreciate you guys. Thank you so much yeah. for the support. Uh, blessings and light to you all. So uh thanks again we'll be back next week thanks angel thank you all right talk to you soon all right bye